and it's something about prayer that it gives us fuel just mm -hmm. to make it another step. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it may not be direct run the next mile. Sometimes it's just to take another step. Yes. Sometimes it's just to get up out the bed in the morning and just get yourself together. Prayer, you know, it, 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 it gives us the spiritual energy that we need to just keep going. And so this is why so many, you cannot neglect the prayer life. We need it so much. I don't know it all, but we know the one who does. And so I cannot neglect that relationship with the one who's going to give me all kind of wisdom. If I just ask, he says in James, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask the Lord. And he says he will gladly give it to us. God isn't being stingy with wisdom. He's saying, all you got to do is just ask me and I will mm -hmm. gladly give it. He's not holding back. Yeah. And so that's one of the top things I pray for. God, give me wisdom and God, give me discernment because I need it just every single day, all the time. Hey, girl, it's Myrisha Franklin, your host and founder of Wife Life. I am so glad you decided to stop by and join the conversation today. Here at the Wife Life podcast, we are dedicated to connecting you to godly wisdom and practical tips that will help you in your everyday wife life. So listen up. I just want to encourage you as we get this conversation started to come in with an open mind, an open heart, and listening ears so that you can receive. All right? Okay, let's go. Hey, this is Season 1, Episode 2 of the Wife Life Podcast. The theme for Season 1 is prayer. In Episode 1, we talked to an expert in the field of psychology, Dr. Ferguson, about how prayer affects our mental health. If you haven't listened to that one, you should definitely go back and take a listen to it. Today, we're going to be talking to a woman of wisdom, Sandra Butler, with a question in mind. Is it possible to pray without ceasing? If you're wondering who's considered a woman of wisdom, she's someone who has been married for decades and learned a little something, something over time. All right. I want to introduce you to Sandra. She has been married to Anthony Butler for 28 years. They have two adult children and two grandchildren. Sandra and Anthony have worked in marriage ministry for over 18 years, teaching a marriage Sunday school class as well as premarital classes, speaking at events, and doing one-on-one -on -one counseling. For most of their marriage, she has been a stay-at-home wife and mom until they started their business, the VIP movement, Violence I Prevent. She handles the financial and administrative side of the business. She also has some schooling in psychology and natural health. Let's see what Sandra has to say about prayer. I'm excited to talk about the the topic of prayer that I know you are a woman of prayer, you know, um, and, you know, that's something that you live, not necessarily just something you talk about or, you know, broadcast. That's just a way of life for you. So tell me, what, what are your thoughts about prayer and why do you think it's so important for a married woman? I know it's important for everybody, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, one of the top things that hit me as I was praying and thinking about it, just thinking about my own walk as a mm -hmm. wife, it, it helps to keep me actively connected to God. Mm -hmm. You know, as you were saying, it's like, it's like a way of life. It's not like some sort of an event that you go to, even yeah. though you have the prayer meeting. So, but prayer is, is, is a lifestyle from, you know, from sunup to sundown, whenever, whenever you're awoke, it's just, you can communicate to God and God can communicate back with you. So as a wife, I desperately needed prayer in my life. And I'll say that's the number one thing that helped me to continue to grow as a wife. I, I cannot be who I am today without prayer. I can't do what I need to do without communicating with the heavenly father, you know, who knows all mm -hmm. things. So yeah. he's the one who knows all things. I need to be communicating with him and communication. We all know it's not a one way street. It's a dialogue. You know, so I may be speaking to him, but I have to keep myself open enough to where I'm going to be listening for him to respond also. 
there are times in our lives we initiate prayer, but there are many times God will initiate prayer. If we yield yeah, and if we obey true. his leading, there are many times throughout the day, he'll say, okay, come on away from that right now. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. come away with me right now. And, and you're communing with, with the Lord. So yeah. as a wife, we so desperately need prayer. It keeps us actively connected to God. The loudest thing I heard from you was total dependency. Like mm-hmm. prayer is not just a ritual for you. It's not just a cross your T's, dot your eyes, but it's a relationship of total dependency on like air to breathe. You know what I mean? Would you say that that's how it is for you? Absolutely. Wow. I mean, and, from the biggest to the smallest thing, absolutely. And I also heard you saying how it's a two-way street. And I think that's huge too, because sometimes, you know, we can come in and say our few things and get up and go, but having and practicing listening and what that even means, because some of us are in different places in our walk with Christ. You know what I mean? Some of us are newer and we don't even know the voice of God. You know, it's like, what? He, he told you to come pray. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what is, how does that sound? You know, and, but I completely understand what you're saying as, as anybody, you know, as you continue to allow them in your space, as you continue to hang around them, you begin to know their ways, you begin mm-hmm. to understand how they move and you begin to know their voice. So, um, I, I think that's good too, something to aspire to for maybe some of us that have not encountered prayer as a two-way street, knowing that it is and knowing that God and the Holy Spirit will speak back to you. So what would you say yes. um, for someone that may not have that relationship, how would you coach them or help them, give them practical tips on how to hear God's voice or to know what his voice sounds like? It's, it's exactly as you said, start spending time with him. Because I've been, I've been there to where, let's say I may have initiated prayer and I wasn't really good at hearing the voice of God. I mean, we all start where we start. You know, I can't expect somebody to start where I'm at right now and somebody else can't expect me to start where they're at. So we're, we're just on different journeys right now. So I would encourage anyone, you know, especially the married woman to start practicing the presence of God. And what I mean by that is surround yourself with more of things of the Lord, be it reading the Bible, listening to worship music, spending time with, with godly sisters, you know, listening to godly teaching, you know, and, and also setting aside that time daily to, just to sit and try to hear. And when you think that you're hearing from him, act on it because he will let you know if you're out of line, <laughs> you know, but it's just, we have to learn, but God's right. not going to come and beat you up when you're simply trying to learn. That's good. Or the woman that may say, you know, spending time with God is a luxury. You know what I mean? Like, you know how things are when, when things are busy, you have a lot going on for whatever reason or whatever you have going on. You just feel like you don't have the time to really dedicate to spending time in the presence of God. What would you say to that woman? You do, but that's where the Lord will help you to be creative because when things have gotten really busy with us, I'll say the past few months, you know, we had a lot of work being done inside the house. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the one that gets up at 4.30 and pray for two hours. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's not me. But God was just reminding me, okay, as you're getting ready, you know, you can listen to scriptures, you know, mm. you can listen to prayers. There are some things that you, God will show you what you can do. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I would not say, I don't know about the word luxury, you know, because we need it and yes. God knows we need it. And so, because God knows we need it and we need him, he's going to show us how to incorporate him in our life. 
Yeah, he, he will show us. And so the thing is, when he shows us, as I said earlier, we just have to be obedient what he, with what he's show, showing us to do, because there are times I put off, mm-hmm. you know, and I, mm-hmm. I, it's like I, as I was learning his voice and all that, I start putting stuff off, like reading the Bible and all this yeah. and thinking I couldn't cram it in. And, and mm-hmm. I was like, all you have to do is this, this, this and that. Yeah. And he will give us he is so into the details, the very details of our lives the very mm-hmm. details of our life. So he will show us how to work in. If it's reading the Bible, sometimes you can just get a scripture and yeah. you can meditate on that as you're getting ready, as you're, you know, with the kids mm-hmm. and what, you can always have something going on throughout the day on your drive to work, wherever you're going, or if you're taking mm-hmm. a walk, if you're working out, you know, yeah. God will show you how to inc- incorporate his presence. That's good. That's good. And what I hear from you is love and grace and not judgment. Cause sometimes in the form of religion, we feel like we're not measuring up if we're not praying, if we're not reading our Bible. But when I hear you speak, I hear you, I hear it coming from a loving place, not that you should be doing these things, but this is actually what it takes to successfully, successfully flow through life. Like you need this. And since you need it, God knows you need it. He will help you with it and just be mindful and open to his suggestion. So tell me a story or experience about you and prayer. One of the, well, it's, it's repetitive. There are just different things that over the years, you know, when you go through struggles as a mm-hmm. couple, <laughs> yeah, just because we're not arguing doesn't mean, mean we're not struggling, you know, yeah. That's it's just one point. of those things where it just stuff comes up. And so there are just different things. Let's say if my husband is struggling with, let's say lack of confidence, something like mm-hmm. that, it's not going to be beneficial for me to start hitting him over the head with scriptures and you should do this and you, you should be a man and you should, you know, all of that. Yeah. That's not yeah. going to help. You know? Mm-hmm. you know, so one of the things that the Lord has helped me is there are certain things that maybe he might take an attitude towards me to where all the time I don't have to take it so personal. And that's mm-hmm. really hard for me to do mm-hmm. to this day because I'm the kind of woman, if, if you don't mean it, don't say it to me like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, but, there are things that the Lord showed me over the years. Just pray for your husband in the area of confidence, pray mm-hmm. for him in the area of focus, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And those things will directly impact your marriage. Pray for him in the area of, if he's struggling with rejection issues. Mm-hmm. Those are things that the Lord will reveal to you during prayer. And what he reveals to you in prayer don't mean you need to go and say it to your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't need to say everything. It's between you and the Lord. And so yeah. there were times that the Lord did give an open door for me to share with Anthony things that I had been praying about. Because he started the conversation, you know, Anthony might start talking about it. And I was like, I was praying for that very thing. So I was just excited that, okay, okay, God really is leading me to pray for Mm -hmm. this specific area. And and it takes time. Yeah, we don't like to hear it, but it just takes time. It's just, you know, I couldn't pray in this area. And then next week, all right, it's great. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It just, it's a miracle. I know, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Because, um, and I say this often, sometimes we have the genie in a bottle type mentality when it comes to God. You know, we rub the bottle and genie comes out and gives us exactly what we want, when we want it, how we want it, with no work involved, you know? But um, one thing that I heard you say, which was really, really good, is you don't have to say it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as a wife, sometimes it's like, Sometimes I feel like I call it Holy Spirit syndrome. We feel like we're the Holy Spirit and we need, and what I mean by that is like, we feel like we're the little show, the angel on the shoulder that needs to tap yeah. him and let him know about himself. But right. um, that's wisdom. That's wisdom. And see, and see within that, even though I'm saying I'm praying for my husband, God is working in me too. Mm-hmm. So I might be praying for a specific area for my husband, but God is dealing with me. Maybe it's pride. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's helping me to be more patient 
to be more merciful, you know, not mm-hmm. to be condemning because he might've yeah. messed up that type of thing. So while I'm praying yeah. for him, God is working out stuff in my heart also. So it's not like it's all on him. So mm-hmm. many times in marriages, we feel because this person has this issue, it's all on them and it's not. There's yeah. always something the Lord is going to be working out in us. Mm-hmm. Always until we get to heaven, there is always going to be something. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's always going to be something that needs yes. to be worked out in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Always. There, there is no, my husband is the problem. I don't have no work to do. Good. That don't exist. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Just to be mindful, to be yeah. mindful. I mean, what I hear from that, the way I interpret it is basically this life in and of itself can be a struggle. And mm-hmm. and that doesn't necessarily always have to mean something scandalous. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean there's drama, but right. just the world, the fallen world that we live in right. presents struggles. And I may be adding to what you're saying is find the joy in the struggle. I understand mm-hmm. that you will pray and, and that is what's going to get you through. But at the same time, find the joy in the struggle. And what I mean mm-hmm. by that is that there's always something to look to within your situation that's not all bad. If we choose to look at our situation, we can find something in there that has beauty surrounded mm-hmm. by it, you know? Yeah. And it's just like understanding that that struggle is a part of life and, mm-hmm. and, they're, and it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's okay. It doesn't mean you don't enjoy life. It doesn't right. mean that you don't have fun. It doesn't mean that you don't even enjoy your marriage, but yeah. struggle is a part of life. And I think coming to that realization, having a false expectation, because I feel like yeah. I can sometimes, you know, just feel that if I just keep moving, if I just keep trucking, if I just keep working hard and mm-hmm. we'll keep it specific to marriage, if I continue to, um, do all that I can do, I will arrive. And even if we arrive to a place that we had never been before, what I hear you saying is that there will always be something that we will ever need to be working on. There will always be something that God needs to perfect within us. And that goes the same with our husband and we should have grace for him. Yes. Yes. And I know that's one of the things that I had to learn is to look at the other things within our marriage, because if you keep focusing on the shortcomings or weaknesses, Mm -hmm the faults of your spouse, I mean, you will be absolutely miserable. Yeah. And I understand sometimes women are like, but I see this day in and day out, but there are other things going on Mm -hmm. and it's going to go back to prayer. God is going to show you the things that you can focus on. And that, that was hard for me. That was really hard for me. And that's why I could stay angry for a long time Mm -hmm. because I kept my focus on what I was mad about and what you did to hurt me. I kept my focus there, but, but God had to literally teach me and that's not good on the flesh. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are times of like, I don't want to be done with my anger. I want to still yeah. be mad. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to be forgiving, you know, yeah. but God is like, shift your focus. Mm-hmm. And the power is, is, is with me. I have yeah. the ability to change what I'm thinking about. Ooh, girl, you said a word right there. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> I have the ability to change what I'm thinking about. Mm. God gave us that. He gave us all a free will. He gave us all a free will. That means I can exercise my will to think about something else. And so that that was a struggle for me over the years. I've gotten a lot better at it to where I don't mm-hmm. be sitting hot all the time so quick and days in and days out and holding grudges. I've gotten a lot better. Now, just because I'm changing what I'm thinking about, it doesn't mean suddenly the pain is gone. Mm-hmm. You know, but over time, the Lord will heal as I'm doing what he's telling me to do. Mm-hmm. So we can change what we're thinking about. And it's, it's our emotions that will end up catching up 
And especially when you're dealing with something that's ongoing, this again, this is why we need prayer so much because we're going to be dealing with things that we can't deal with by ourselves. We need the Lord for this stuff. Hmm. That's good. Do you have any books or resources that you would recommend or songs or things that have uplifted you? There are so many songs. (laughs) (laughs) I I saw that. I was like, oh boy, how do I pin it down to, I'll I'll say this morning, the one I kept putting on repeat and a lot of people heard it is Waymaker from Mm -hmm. Sinai. Yes. I, I just that one I just kept putting playing it over and over and over and over mm. and over literally yeah. you know yeah. and there's a part in there that that says he may not show up I don't know exactly the words but it's like he's not going to show up when we want him to but he's always on time it's that part mm. he's mm-hmm. never late mm. and I love that about God he don't be coming early like I want him to like now yeah. <laughs> but he's right. always on time <laughs> yeah so I love yep. when she just starts talking and she says he's never late mm. he's never late that's good. That's and I know really it's, it's an old, a very old teaching, something that I, when we were, we had a series on prayer, this mm-hmm. from T.D. Jakes called Lord, give me a praying spirit. Uh-huh. Man, that thing was on VHS. So <laughs> <laughs> it was one teaching and I found it on YouTube. Oh, so it's on YouTube? Called, it's one of them that I saw. It's called Burning Prayer. The series is called Lord Give Me a Praying Spirit, but the one that's that I saw on uh, YouTube was Burning Prayer. So we had different titles throughout the series. And that one really helped me to kind of understand prayer on a whole nother level. Hmm. There there are some practical things in there. Is is um, he's preaching, you know, how his yeah. old style was. He's he's preaching and he's doing some teaching too. There mm-hmm. are a few practical things in there, but that really that was real powerful for the both of us. That really helped me a lot. Wow, that's good. You know? And see, right now, I'll just share quickly. Yeah, um, go ahead. You good? Our, our, our daughter, she stays in Columbia, and mm-hmm. uh, in Missouri. She recently had went into labor. I'll say prematurely in August, mm. and so she had a baby boy. So our grandson has been wow. in the hospital ever since. Wow. Just complication after complication after complication, and the doctors are doing the best that they can do. But when the doctors are doing the best that they can do, we need the Lord. So you better believe all kind of prayers going forth for her, for yeah. our grandchild. You know, yeah. we have a granddaughter too, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just, we really, I mean, dove into more prayer. And there are times where it's okay to feel like you're helpless, but to still know that when you pray, there's power going up. Mm. You have to know it because I can't rush to Columbia, Missouri and fix it. Yeah. But there's somebody who's already there Yeah, all the time. And that's the Lord. So it's like, whenever we're praying, our prayers are reaching all around the world. I can't go all the way around the world to fix everything, but God is the one who can help us with all these different struggles. So it's it's heartbreaking, the stuff that she's dealing with and the stuff that our grandchild is going through. And it's something about prayer that it gives us fuel just Mm -hmm. to make it another step. Yeah. Sometimes it may not be direct run the next mile. Sometimes it's just to take another step. Yes. Sometimes it's just to get up out the bed in the morning and just get yourself together. Prayer, you know, it, 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 it gives us the spiritual energy that we need to just keep going. And so this is why so many, you cannot neglect the prayer life. We need it so much. I don't know it all, but we know the one who does. And so I cannot neglect that relationship with the one who's going to give me all kind of wisdom. If I just ask, he says in James, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of the Lord. And he says, he will gladly give it to us. And God isn't being stingy with wisdom. He's saying, all you got to do is just ask me. And I would mm. gladly give it. He's not holding back. Yeah. And so that's one of the top things I pray for. God, give me wisdom. 
and God give me discernment because I need it just every single day, all the time. That's good. That's really good. If you had one last thing or last words, what would you, that you want to leave with the, I call them the wife lifers, the ladies, what would you say to them? Um, I would say for those who are struggling right mm-hmm. now, and if you're not struggling, you know, there may be a struggle coming just to remind yourself of the times that you did pray and the Lord brought you through. Mm. Keep those types of things, keep those types of reminders at the forefront of your mind and not try to try to kind of, you know, move the other stuff back. Cause I know we're surrounded by our circumstances, which is why it takes so much more effort to bring the things of God to the forefront, whatever the Lord has done me. And he's done so much for all of us. Yeah. Consistently remind yourself of those things. And that's what helps to build our faith. That's what helps us to be able to trust in him more. So I would say that just to remind yourself of the things that the Lord has done. And, you know, if you're out there, if you're the one who's always asking for help, maybe be helped to somebody else. Mm. Because sometimes indirectly, when we be helped to somebody else, that indirectly helps us, you know? So it's, it's not for everybody, but there are times where, the Lord will instruct you. I want you to go and bless this sister over here. I want you to, instead of complaining about who's not checking on you, why don't you check on somebody else? Why don't you offer up a prayer for somebody else? You know, don't have the woe is me type of syndrome. That's going good. On. So it's because you, you can sink in that hole real quick and stay there for a good while. <laughs> yes. <you know? laughs> yes. But some, sometimes just, just reaching out to somebody else and just trying to bless somebody else, maybe trying to give somebody else hope, you know, in the midst of mm-hmm. their hurting can indirectly affect us. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I've done that before and, and it does work because it's somewhat like a distraction, not to oversimplify what you're saying. It distracts yeah. us from what we have going on, but at the same time, it, it brings healing because we're bringing healing to somebody else or we're bringing good to somebody else's situation. Girl, listen, that was good. I'm so glad you stopped by today. If you enjoyed that episode, let us know by reposting and commenting on Facebook and Instagram at Cherish Wife Life. Just so you know, we release a new season of weekly episodes every other month. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can stay connected to godly wisdom and practical tips for your own personal wife life. All right, be on the lookout for our Black Friday Wife Life Apparel Sale. Buy one, get one. You don't want to miss it. Check us out at Cherish Wife Life. Dot com. That's cherishwifelife.com. All right. Talk to you later.